Hey hey! This post contains affiliate links. I may make a commission should you choose to buy anything. Thanks. Fennel chamomile, dates, pine. You know these. Right? If you haven't used them, your mom probably did. She probably learned to use them from her mom. And so on and so on. Back to our ancestors who used them for medicine and food. Our earliest record of the use of plants for medicine is approximately 5,000 years old. Found on a Sumerian clay slab in Nagpur. It contains 12 recipes for drug preparations referring to over 250 plants. The Chinese book Pen Sao written around 2500 BC includes 365 medicinal plants. Many of which we still use today. Such as ginseng, cinnamon bark and ephedra. The Indian holy book Vedas mentions treatments with plants that are abundant there. Spices such as nutmeg, pepper and cloves. Even the Bible makes mention of aromatics like myrtle and frankincense. But how did they know what to use? It's a good question. Our ancestors didn't have science as we know it. What they had was the power of observation. We can't be sure, but it's safe to say they watched the world around them. When animals they hunted for food looked unhealthy, they took notes of what they ate to heal. They experimented on themselves with those same plants. There was no guarantee that you would survive what ailed you. Through a lot of trial and error, they eventually repeated their successes. This knowledge was passed down orally from generation to generation. Finally, making its way onto stone tablets and paper. And now the internet. More than just food and medicine. Our ancestors held plants in high esteem for another reason, their spirit. There are still many cultures that revere the natural world as sacred. In many places of the world, plant medicine is still the only form of health care. Shamans and healers seek knowledge and permission from the plants before using them. In the jungles of the Amazon, healers embark on years of intense interaction with what they call master plants. Strict diets and social interactions are adhered to prove the worthiness of the seeker. In turn, the master plant imparts its wisdom and knowledge. In recent years ayahuasca has become popular with people from the West. Ayahuasca, made from a vine and a flower, is now being used to help with depression and anxiety. Its original purpose was to help the shaman communicate with the spiritual world. While under the influence of the entheogen, the shaman could communicate with the plants and animals. They could ask for permission to hunt and ask for insights on community management. If a citizen is ill, the healer would ask for a diagnosis and a proper course of treatment. In North America, indigenous peoples do much of the same. Some use psychoactive plants while others do not. The most important aspect of the relationship with the plants is gratitude. Plants as a whole. Photo by Juan Carlos Pinzon on Pexels.com The plant world has been a joy to discover. We've been lucky to have found plants that can treat everything from a headache to a heart attack. We're still in search of more. Unfortunately, we've endangered many healing plants along the way. We've stopped seeing plants as whole beings. We've broken them down into their constituents and sometimes with deadly results. We've also appropriated plant traditions from cultures that are not ours. Dismissed the wisdom of traditional healers and lost valuable knowledge along the way. Allies While not everyone wants to be a herbalist or even a gardener, it's still good to know and understand where your food and medicine come from. Without plant life, there would not be any animal life. If you were a meat eater, you would have a problem. The plant world gives us so much. It doesn't take much to tap into their wisdom and gifts. They are allies? 
Perhaps it is their soul's purpose for being here. Take this into consideration. Plants are used as a source of food, for clothing, for furniture, for medicine, for fuel, for pesticide, for beauty, for animal shelter, for environmental support, to support rainfall, contribute to soil fertility and prevent soil erosion. Plants contribute to the economy. They are the beginning of the food chain. Plants provide oxygen. You don't have to get your hands dirty. Photo by Lucas Rodriguez on Pexels.com As I said, you don't have to be a herbalist or a gardener to benefit from our plant friends. If you eat a vegetable or drink a cup of tea, you are enjoying their gifts. If you burn incense or smell a rose, you have experienced its healing power. We can each have a unique relationship with the plant world. It's as easy as sitting under a tree and listening.